If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, I'm just ready to carry the ball, that's all. He's getting better at it all the time. I think probably the big thing was the vision and a little bit of patience in, in running in our kind of scheme. Um, it's not so downhill and hit right now. Saw how natural he was when we lined him up right behind the center and gave it to him. Uh, he, he's learning how to run in our scheme a little better, and I think he's been getting better every week, uh, so he'll continue to improve. And welcome here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus, as uh, we're talking offensive storylines, and that was Scott Frost and Dedrick Mills, as he is going to have to be a big part of Nebraska's offense now without Maurice Washington, and I think it was trending that way anyway uh, as well with questions with Wandell Robinson. Uh, this um, segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. Get on into Tanner's. If you're not coming down to Lincoln, watch the Husker game there in any one of those Omaha or Lincoln locations. Also, go into Tanner's after the game. Uh, watch the rest of the, the evening games, all the NFL action. Get on into any of those Tanner's Sports Bar locations in Omaha and in Lincoln, guys, and you know, you look at Dedrick Mills, and I thought it was interesting that Ryan Held, the running backs coach, compared it a little bit to the situation with Divine Ozigbo. He goes, "I'm not saying he's going to be like Divine, but once Divine, you know, when it became clear that he had to take on more ownership and be the guy, he rose up, and they have a lot of confidence. And I've had people on the staff tell me, like, you know, you'll be surprised how well Mills can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's he's going to be a good receiver threat, and he's a lot better at it than anyone realizes right now. Well, a lot of it, I think, just comes down to getting the opportunities to showcase what he can do. Right now, uh, it seems like his role has been kind of isolated to being the, the quote-unquote power back who's doing the majority of the work between the tackles, which is certainly part of his strength, but uh, this staff has been really high on Diedrich for a long time, uh, you know, particularly Ryan Held. And so now, uh, just like Devine did you know, a year ago, uh, Diedrich's going to get a chance to, to show that he's a little bit more than just that, that thud back that's going to gain you three yards up the middle. So I'm curious to see what he can do, but I'm more curious to see what happens in the rotation after him. Will this finally be the window of opportunity for Ramir Johnson? Um, you know, obviously Wandale is going to have a say in that when, you know, depending on his health, but you know, if not Ramir, then is it Wyatt Mazur who's coming off a concussion? Is it Brody Belt? Brody Belt who continues to get his name brought up. I, I They got a lot of questions to answer. So we know Dedrick Mills, I think, is going to be capable of handling a bigger workload, but what happens after him when he needs a break um, or has to miss any snaps for whatever reason? Um, do they finally let loose on Ramir Johnson after saying, comparing him uh, as, a, as a jet on the, on the tarmac getting ready to take off? Uh, are they finally going to let him fly? We'll see. 
Yeah, as far as Mills go, I, I think this is this could be the perfect scenario for him because having been able to to get to know him during the recruiting process a little bit and, and talking with him here, I mean, I think this is the type of opportunity he really relishes. Um, and he's somebody who seems to get stronger as the game goes along. The more carries he gets, the the more in rhythm and, and stronger that, that he gets. I mean, this is a guy – who likes to be the workhorse. He likes to have a load put on him. You know, in junior college, he, he averaged 30-plus carries per game and, uh, and, and loved that. You know, and, and I, think that, uh, I think that he would love the opportunity to do that at Nebraska, and, and we'll see what happens. Also interested to see about Ramir Johnson, too. I mean, this is a guy um, who – I mean, he said himself that he would ultimately like to keep his red shirt – um, you know, and he, he knows that he you know, has, has not may not have been ready earlier in the year and, and he's totally fine with that, has been completely patient, is no, not frustrated with his playing time or lack of playing time so far. But uh, at the same time, I think he, he's also ready to show what he can do and, and is ready, more importantly, to help the team however he can. Yeah, it will be interesting as we talk about Ramir Johnson here, just what they do. I, th- I think it's almost like a two-game audition. This week in Purdue are going to be really, really big to decide, is it worth using and playing Ramir Johnson against Iowa, Maryland, and Wisconsin, or maybe a bowl game? And um, there's, there's a lot of that, you know, as far as those decisions go. And I, I, I've said this many times. To me, it's the most frustrating thing about this new redshirt rule is just the indecision it causes you to make with roster decisions in situations like this where – you know, I think three years ago, you probably would say, well, we have to play Ramir Johnson. We got to pull the red shirt and go. And I think now you almost get greedy with those four games and really, really overthink how you want to use it. Well, I think it also goes into this whole, you know, people are really getting tired of hearing how close young guys are to finally seeing a rotation at any spot, not just running back. But I think part of that is because of how – Uh, much thought and maybe overthinking is going into balancing these four games and how they're going to be used and what matchup is best suited for each individual player. Guys aren't getting the reps they normally would get if it was just a clear cut, this guy's playing or this guy's not. I mean, if you could throw a guy in there, you're going to rep him every week, every day, as if he's going to help you play. Whereas now, you know, that it's kind of a week to week basis. You know, does this defense suit itself well to this player? Okay, cool. He does. We'll rep him a little bit now, but we're not sure if we're going to play him. Like, I think all this indecision and, you know, fluctuating uh, week to week decisions that go into, into this redshirt rule is stunting the development of some of these young guys just because I think it limits the amount of reps they get during the week in practice. Or you're rotating reps. You know, I, I know that some guys have been elevated up to. I mean, even special teams-wise, yeah. they've been elevated up to the starting roles in, in special teams and been repping with the top units for, for a handful of weeks, and then they've been moved back down to allow some other fresh faces to come up. It, it is very strange, and it's a whole other layer that I think you know the staff's never really had to deal with. I know Greg Austin earlier in the week kind of talked about it, and he said, well, look, you know, as an offensive line coach, there's very rarely do you have true freshmen that are ready to play. But this rule, you know, kind of has had to is added an extra layer of thought and and you know management style that that goes into it um, that that he's never really had to deal with before, even though he's a young coach. And um, you know, I, I think that can be said for everybody. They they talk about it weekly, not even. I mean, it's pretty much a daily conversation that the staff has, and and so. 
Um, yeah, I think I don't envy them <laughs> the, how to use these guys, how not to use them. I think it's easy to kind of sit back uh, as as a you know the media or fans and kind of question it. But I'm sure that uh, I mean, if you're not putting thought into it, then then you you could be considered careless with it all too. And, and as it stands right now, there have been four true freshmen that have played more than four games are at four games. Wandell Robinson. Quentin Newsom, who I think people could argue has his four games really been utilized just on special teams only. Garrett Nelson, his role is going to increase. Um, he, he's looking to take about 25 snaps this week, according to Javon DeWitt. And then the surprise one's Luke Reimer. Uh, but you've got Darian Chase at three games. Noah Paula Gates is at three games. Um, ben Hart's at one. Ramir Johnson's at two. Miles Farmer's at two. Javen Wright's played one. Keem Green's played one. McCaffrey's played one, Hickman's played one. So you got a number of guys with room to play with, Nate. Um, but any surprises of those four guys that have burnt the shirts? I mean, obviously, Reimer's a surprise because he's a walk-on. Um, but you surprise Quentin Newsom. That's the one that kind of maybe jumps out. Um, has it been worthwhile, you think, at this point for him? Yeah, I'm not really surprised by that. But at the same time, you know, you haven't really seen any splash plays or, you know, I, I can't remember a time where I've been like, oh, wow, that was. Well, special teams has been bad overall. Yeah, yeah. Special teams have not been great. So, um, you know, coming into the season, I, I expected that Newsom would probably be one of those guys that would burn his red shirt. But um, so I can't say I'm surprised that he has. But at the same time, I, maybe I've been a little surprised that, that he, you know, his his time on the football field hasn't been more noteworthy. Will Chase go for you think Robin or Nate? You think he goes over four or stays at four? I think so. If if he's he's at three. If he's at three right now, I wouldn't be surprised if. I mean, look, they need they need somebody to step up at, at that wide receiver position. And Troy Walters on Wednesday mentioned that he was one of those young guys that got a lot of reps over the bye, that they really wanted to see what they have in him and how he can help them going forward. So, I mean, the fact that he's at three right now, the desperate need for more receiver depth to elevate, I think they're just you know waiting for Darian to finally prove in practice that he's ready to do it in the game. And people have asked, well, what about like um, a guy like um, – uh, Warner. Oh, he's already redshirted. So, but it's funny. A lot of people have asked, "Well, you try to save him?" Like, well, he's actually in his third year in the yeah. program, <laughs> and he re he redshirted uh, um, under Mike Riley. So he's not up for it. But uh, you know, we'll talk about Pickering more later in the show. But he he'll be one that will be interesting to watch. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk defense. Lots to talk about here as Nebraska. Went back to the basics this week to try to get things shored up um, with a good Indiana offense coming to Lincoln. That's next. You're listening to the Husker Online Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. <laughs> 